All right, GM, GM, everybody. Thanks for the tunes, Clemente. That was that was kind of sort of thoughtful tunes. Are you in a thoughtful place today? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not always going to be all getting fired up. Sometimes, you know, you just got to <laughs> chill out a little bit. But yeah, that one was uh, put me a little bit to sleep this morning. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Well, good to have you here on the show. Um, welcome, everybody. So good to see you. I've got a lot of interesting things to discuss today. News. Um, interesting ideas, uh, discussion points, and of course, uh, a special guest, uh, Ray, uh, the CEO and founder of Nine Gag and Memeland and all the good things. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of you already in the comments. Love it. Uh, please smash that purple comment button if you're on your Android or your iPhone. It's in the bottom right. Please say hello. Um, get to know each other. Uh, the question for today, which I will uh, actually let me let me go ahead and comment it, and then you can all comment uh, as a reply, is what area of Web3 are you looking to gain more knowledge in? So I'd love for you to, to get in the comments uh, and share your answer to that. What area of Web3 are you looking to gain more knowledge in? Um, Clemente uh, might, might, uh, might pin that up so you all can reply to that or just Throw it, throw it in the comments. So we'd love to hear uh, where you're coming in from that. And this is where if you share a, an area that you're trying to gain more knowledge in and, and, and one of you sees that somebody wants to learn and you could help them, um, why not you know, get in touch and ping them and, and share some knowledge? So Yeah, again, and this, also, this also helps us just curate some, some of the segments, some of the, the pieces that we do um, and, and try to make this show as valuable for you all as possible. Love it. Thanks, Clemente. I'm seeing some people already in the comments. Uh, E.T., Birdie, Christine, Crypto Bull, nice to see y'all. Polka.eth, as always, good to see you here. JPEG, Lillian, hello. GM Daily Dosers. Uh, Penguin Flight, I love your uh, cute little moonbird. So nice to see you. I'm just scrolling down the comments, seeing everybody who's here. Metaverse Fantasy, hello. Uh, Mihawk.eth, thanks for stopping by. Um, We just got uh, loads of uh <laughs> it's a funny gift from lauren uh i love it from the big lebowski so thanks y'all i uh, love having you here make sure to, to smash that comment button uh, also if you want to um retweet the space let's uh let as many people know about this space as we can and there's a pin tweet up above feel free to retweet that tell your buds uh why you're here um and uh and um, we'll get some more friends in the space really appreciate that also don't forget um, we are now on Spotify. Uh, we're on YouTube. Um, so if you miss the show and you want to catch up or you, you just would rather listen to me uh, at 1.5 speed, <laughs> uh, which is, I, I accept that, um, then you can uh, listen on Spotify or Apple Tunes, Apple Tunes, <laughs> Apple Music. Uh, and uh, you can listen to any of the past shows. Uh, thanks to Clemente for helping us get all that content out there. And on the YouTube channel, um, occasionally I share some videos. Um, so, uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, there is links in the pinned tweet. Um, so we'd love to hear from you on that. All right. Uh, let's talk about POAPs for a second. Of course. Um, uh, I feel like we, we've started a POAP revolution here <laughs> for, for better or worse. Um, and, uh, appreciate everybody, um, bearing with us yesterday. Um, uh, we did drop a surprise POAP on the pop and post show, um, just to, to kind of help everybody who didn't, I wasn't able to mint. Um, and then I did a fun little space last night about eggnog, didn't drop a POAP, app, but I had a fun time hanging out with you all. Uh, we talked a lot about, uh, uh, various 
libations from around the world. Um, a lot of Latino and Hispanic uh, drinks, and it was it was a lot of fun. So appreciate all of you stopping Ryan, by. Ryan, for, uh, for Christmas, I'm going to get you salsa dancing classes. Just so <laughs> you're ready for that. Warn I, I, Jill ahead of time. Just know that that's coming. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited about that. I, I want to embrace my... Uh, inner dance skills. I'm not actually that coordinated. I, I just uh, I just have fun on the dance floor. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, all right. So what is this POAP stuff? If you're new to this space, um, the Daily Dose is growing fast and, and we're so appreciative of that. There's a lot of new folks every day. Um, so what we're doing is we're, we're dropping a big project next year and uh, we're building the community for that project and for the allow list. And, and the way you get on that allow list is by collecting POAPs. Um, and a POAP is a, a POAP stands for proof of attendance protocol. And, uh, it's a POAP you get, it's an, it's an NFT you get for attending something. So, uh, by attending these shows, uh, uh you can grab those POAPs and the more POAPs you stack, uh, then that will, uh, uh, hopefully get you on the allow list. So that's what we're doing. Um, the way we're doing it is by clues. So it's a little game, uh, download the POAP app. Uh, it's on Android, Apple, and uh, click mint and then click secret word. And uh, you're going to put in the answers to the clues. Now, there's going to be two clues. Uh, they're both, both answers are digits. There's no, no uh, letters. There's no spaces. There's no capitals. They're all digits. And you just uh, smash those two uh, answers together. And that is uh, the answer when it's ready to mint. The first question, everybody, a little bit of American trivia here, USA trivia. How tall is the Statue of Liberty in feet? So in feet, how tall is the Statue of Liberty? And uh, for fun, who's been to the like the top of that? You know, throw that in the comments. That'd be fun to see. Um, I have not. I've always wanted to, but not done that. So uh, that's the POAP stuff today. Uh, Want to thank uh, Mr. Benjamin for making some more art today. Um, you'll see it's going to uh, commemorate uh, Meme Land and Potatoes. So that should be a lot of fun. So with that, it's time to move on to our first segment. Um, so every day, uh, my team talks about the news, talks about the markets. Uh, we use Mintify uh, for analysis uh, and data. And uh, so we partnered with them to sponsor the show. And every day they read a valuable Mintify market daily report just to give you all some data that you need. Um, so I want to uh, pass it over to The Voice for our Mintify intro, and then uh, I'll, I'll pass it over to Mintify. Ryan, I am sorry to say I do not oh. ha have the soundboard with me here in Miami. Uh, your so. voice. Who, who are you? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I feel I feel uh, unsafe. <laughs> You're right, right. It's it's just it's just not the same. But uh, yeah, working working on the road. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're still you still have that uh, gravelly, wonderful voice. So nice to have you here. Hopefully, your your trip was was exciting. Um, so let's just pass over to Mintify for the market daily report. Over to you. Great. Thank you. Good morning. How's it going today? Going great. Excited to hear the news. Awesome. Let's check it out. The total 24-hour market volume, 10.8 mil. Highest last sale, Basie 9059 for 78.9 ETH. The top three collections based on volume, Clone X getting some nice action. Thank you for that article, Lucky Trader. Uh, 735 ETH traded for price of 8.75 ETH. Basie, 722 ETH traded for price of 71 ETH. And Macy, 616 ETH traded for price of 13.5 uh, ETH. The top gainers from this morning, 
friendship bracelets up 30% and super ordinary friends up 16.7%. The top losers, Castaways Genesis characters, I believe this was an airdrop, down 60% and Hey Reaper down 54%. Some noteworthy market updates. Mad World announces the release of its Ghost in the Shell X Yukio E NFT collection based on the 1955 animated cyberpunk thriller. And Deadmau 5's Pixel Inks announces an NFT AR scavenger hunt this week throughout Miami Beach. While the crypto market has been uh, a little bit sideways, getting some nice action today, up to 1213 for Ethereum, around 3% on the day. And I'd just like to say that we have released a uh, an ApeCoin staking thread. So if anybody's interested in that, definitely check that out. Thank you very much and good morning. Thanks, Mentify. I appreciate it. Uh, I actually retweeted that uh, ApeCoin staking thread. Tremendously valuable. If you if you all want all of the information about what's going on, when it's going on, how it works, uh, make sure to uh, check out that tweet. Super valuable. Um, thanks, Mentify. Um, so we've got some fun comments coming in to the question of the day, which is what area of Web3 are you looking to gain more knowledge in? Uh, seeing some interesting ones from Barbie. Uh, IP and other general applicable law to Web three. So a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of learning that we all want to do around the law um, uh, in regards to Web three. Uh, Etherc.e said generative art, both collecting and experimenting with my own. I've got a background of design and coding, so hoping to leverage some of that to learn something fun and new. Um, so again, y'all hop in those comments, smash that uh, purple comment button, help each other out, connect each uh, to each other. Uh, another interesting answer was, um, I believe Web3 gaming and security is an interesting topic. We talk about gaming and tokenomics, but not the security that has to be implemented with it. So uh, fascinating uh, point. Appreciate you all bringing that up. Keep those comments coming. It's a, a great way for us to to see you all, engage with you all in the, in the audience. Um, quick hello to Ray. How you doing, Ray? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome. It's uh, super late. Um, in your homeland, so I appreciate you stopping by. It's okay. Yeah, I'm a DJN. Yeah, so I sleep <laughs> late. Yeah, you're always awake. So just want to say hello. We'll uh, we'll get to some uh, questions and, and chit chat in a little bit after uh, the Lucky Trader news. But thanks for stopping by. Um, so I was going to go to the Voice of DeFi, but I, I've been completely let down and very sad that we don't have a Lucky Trader song. So <laughs> you could sing one. Oh God, no, it's no, yeah. Uh, well, all right, I'll try. Lucky Trader uh, has the news, everybody. Yeah, so that was just, that's never gonna happen again. Um, so what is this new segment about? Um, Lucky Trader is a, a, a super valuable app that I use for cutting edge, timely news. Got the notifications on. Um, and uh, met them at New York uh, NFT NYC and said, hey, look, why don't you all sponsor the show? We need some valuable news. So they're here uh, to read the important news of the day. So over to Lucky Trader. Ryan, thank you. And Voice of DeFi, we missed the intro song dearly. Can't wait for that to be back. So wait, are um, you saying mine wasn't good enough? <laughs> well, that was a nice runner up, but I'm not <laughs> sure we'll, we'll keep it for every day. Right. <laughs> I, I accept. All right, back to you. All right, today's Lucky Trader top Web3 news stories. Starting with the Proof Collective, the team shared an update on collector profiles, their 2023 plans for art collections, and other new features Monday afternoon. Moonbird holders will be required to complete their collector profiles in order to move in-chain, and the identity will act as a single sign-on. 
The team also confirmed plans to release new art collections in 2023 under four banners, Grails, Curated, Genesis, and Proof Collaborations. Artifact launches experiences starting today as the debut of Project Animus and its infamous egg airdrop draws close. Frank the Gods announced major news coming Monday and did not disappoint as staking for Utes launched yesterday afternoon, followed shortly by a second announcement of an upgraded staking process for D-Gods called D-Stake, and both Project Floors rallied 20% on the news. Archipelago Generative Art Marketplace will shut down on December 10th, and founder Dandelion shared his bittersweet sentiment of being proud of the product and the team, but regretful that the marketplace didn't win market share. Dandelion plans to focus on art and QQL in the near future. And last, the Finiliar project shared a major roadmap update on Monday. The project known for its dynamic avatars tied to crypto price oracles will soon deliver a custom-built discovery experience where you can watch your Finiliar emote in real time, along with a mobile app slated to launch within the next two months and then 3D physical figurines coming after that. That's it for today, Ryan. Back to you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Lucky Trader. Um, Restivo, I know you've got a quick little news announcement about uh, Miami as well. Over to you. Yeah, I just want to let um, everybody know uh, that if you're in Miami, um, drop, in, drop in my DMs. Lucky Trader's having a little get-together tomorrow. Oh, man, it's tomorrow. I'm sitting here staring at snow in Colorado right now and can't wait to touch down uh, at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Um, so, so, yeah, it's tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, it's a very small get-together. Um, and we'll be having a little barbecue, a little tequila. It's from four to seven. And then if anybody's interested in doing a run, um, on Thursday morning, just go ahead and hit me up in those DMS. I think it's always good to get together and get a little sweat in, especially after a night of likely consuming some rest. Nobody's going to do that with you. I I mean, if anybody wants to wake up at 5 40 (laughs) AM, Like, like Ryan. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But if anyone wants to do a little jog, let me know. I bet there'll be one person. I could be a one running buddy. I'll take That's, it. It's community. Okay. okay. But I know that a lot of people go to the meetup and it's after uh, the Daily Dose meetup. So exactly. um, hopefully you all can come on by the Daily Dose meetup, uh, which is tomorrow at two. Um, and I can't wait to hang out with you all then. So um, looking forward to, to both those. Um, all right. Well, let's get into our special guest uh, today. Uh, we've got Ray, the CEO and founder of NineGag, who's obviously launching a very large project uh, with captains. There's been meme land and potatoes. Like I bet you all know everything about it. Um, but I just want to uh, briefly introduce Ray and, and why uh, we invite him on the show. And I'm going to pass it over to him for a couple of questions. But, you know, I, I've been following NineGag uh, for a long time. So it was founded in 2008. You know, uh, it's over 14 years old. Uh, and so Ray and the team have really put in the time, um, you know, and they've really uh, uh, built a very large business um, and a big community. And uh, as soon as I heard about them, you know, launching uh, headfirst into Web3, I was very excited about digging in and had a, a one hour call with Ray and we just chit chatted and, and, and made me even more excited about his plans for the future, the way he views um, uh, content in Web3 uh, and empowering uh the actual creators, um, and just was really excited about it. And so, uh, want to be transparent, the fund, uh, bought in, uh, we bought, uh, quite a few potatoes, um, and we're excited about the captain's mint. So 
wanted to get Ray up to chit chat. We're not going to do sort of the typical, when's the mint, you know, what's the price, uh, you know, what's the roadmap? Because I, I think it all, you, you can be following along, uh, them to learn all of that. I think it's to be more about Ray's take on being a founder and, and, and the direction, uh, he's, he thinks we're going with this. Um, you know, nine gag has 17 million followers on Twitter, huge, huge community. So really excited to, to dig in. Uh, and welcome him. So, uh, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here, Ray. Thank you. Um, so, uh, before I dive into uh, a bunch of questions around your take on the market and and where you think we're going, um, is there anything that you want the community to know about the upcoming mint or anything you want to share? If not, we can just keep rolling. Mm, nothing about the upcoming mints, uh, but one thing about me. I'm not a funny person, right? Although I run I get, yeah, but I'm not very funny. Yeah, so don't expect I can tell a joke or something like that. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, I love how literally you saying that is funny. So um, I think you, you're funnier than you know, but we, we won't ask you to tell a joke. I mean, maybe. Um, so let's let's just dig in. Uh, I'm really curious. So you had been running 9Gag since 2008. Um, you've been through a lot of ups and downs. What is it about Web3 that made you jump in? Mm, I think there are a few things, uh, but number one is um, how how something that was not um, I would say ownable, right? And then right now, because of blockchain, yeah, you can actually own it, right? The digital ownership. I think this is gonna be really huge, right? Because uh, when you can own something, right, then you can sell, you can buy, you can hold, right? That creates basically a new. Uh, dimension of business, right? I think that's number one. Number two is um, Web three is uh is a lot about ownership, a lot about community, right? And I get it's basically a community based business, right? So what Web three is doing is basically ninety percent what I get is doing every day, yeah, but with a new model, right? So uh, I would say that hey, we missed the ship to become a really really big company in Web two, yeah, but we probably have uh, one of the um, the most equipped team, as well as uh, I would say, uh, mentality, right, to actually participate in Web three and try to build something in Web three. A hundred percent. I think one of the things that made me excited about what you're doing is that you know, by its very nature, you understand memes, and and memes drive a lot of the culture in Web three uh, and online. So I think there probably is a bunch of folks that actually don't know a lot about Nine Gag, like. They, they've become aware of meme land and potatoes and captains, but would you mind telling the kind of 60 second, you know, history of nine gag and, and, and what it is in case folks don't know? Yeah, sure. Um, we started nine gag in 2008. Um, the mission is, uh, to make the world happier, right? Uh, to put nine simple, uh, description is, uh, it's a cross platform media brand, uh, that is uh, focusing on funny pictures and videos and memes and stuff, right? I think in the past, uh, we, we don't call it, we were a platform for memes because memes, uh, was kind of like, um, for niche topic. Um, people feel like, hey, memes is kind of like, hey, only the weird people, only the, the guys who live in their mom's basement would share memes. Yeah. And <laughs> then, um, and then after Facebook, after more platforms, right, develop, right, memes suddenly become mainstream. And uh, the guy who can uh, uh, talk in memes, who can say in memes, who can create memes, suddenly become the cool guys, right? And I think uh, Nugget was uh, suddenly become cooler, yeah, because uh, when memes are kind of like take over the whole social media, right? And then for meme land, 
basically, uh, what we are trying to build is uh, we were trying to build Mimet as a web-free focus venture studio. On one hand, we try to build uh, social products, uh, for example, like social fire-related products that is um, uh, can leverage uh, our community and also uh, to build community, right? On the other hand, we are also focusing on creators and also other communities uh, so that we can together to build uh, better communities uh, through creativity, meme coin, and also NFTs, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I uh, I think you're very talented building community, and 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 I find your um, your uh, sort of manner on Twitter Twitter interesting because you're very direct and very opinionated about you know protecting creators' uh, royalties and and being very uh, opinionated about uh, you know what projects should do in the future or what or really what Meanland is going to do. So I have a question for you. It, you know, knowing what you know now. And that what you've really learned over the past five months running five months running the project, what kind of advice would you give for folks that are are thinking about launching projects? I wouldn't say advice, right? Because um, <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, yeah, we are very new. Yeah, we are very new in the space, and the space uh, is moving so fast, right? So I think anyone who say that they are NFT experts, uh, basically they're bullshit. Yeah, because uh, no one, no one yep. really knows anything, right? So I feel like uh, the my my feeling or my view is uh just keep learning, right? And then try not to uh, fail a project of or uh, teach an idea, right? Just just because um. It's new just because uh, it, you don't really like it, right? Try to understand why it becomes popular, why it becomes hot, so that you uh, we can keep learning from each other. Yeah, I think that would be my, I wouldn't say advice, more like um, my uh, my personal view on the topic. Yeah. Got it. Um, I'm also curious, you know, there's just a lot of, of negativity slash FUD, you know, slash, you know, uh, confusion about, you know, what's happening with the project. And and you're constantly having to deal with that. Um, what is some advice you would give uh, to project founders around how to manage that communication or deal with any, any negative se- sentiment that comes up? Mm, I think there are a few things. Right, number one is uh, as a founder, uh, you have to care about your users a lot, but somehow you can't care about their opinion too much. Yeah, because the thing is. Um, even as a user or as a holder, right? They don't see the whole picture as the as the project, as a team. You know, that's why they may uh, have their views uh, towards what we are doing, right? So somehow, as a holder, as a founder, right, you have to uh, care about them. You have to listen to them, but somehow you also have to have your own uh, direction or mission, so that you don't get uh, driven by the community. Yeah, because I always feel like um making decision by community com- by committee doesn't work right i think oh. in in the case in in building a, a product or in building an nft yeah, i think it's very similar right that's uh, number yes. one number two is uh, i mean factors corners fuck right i mean when we launched mvp we minted it as like five from free eve the second day that luna and usd exploded right and then people were fudding about nike fudding about me man right hey tough but time. look yeah tough time right but look at the, the MVP right now, right? Look at potatoes right now, right? I mean, we are still alive. We are still building, right? So, fuck doesn't really matter that much if you know what you're doing, right? Yeah. And one quote that I really, really like is, uh, be so good that they can't ignore you. Yeah. I think that I like is that. very important. Yeah. Especially when you are building in a new area, in a new tech, right? I mean, I, I think referee is first uh, interesting 
because a lot of our haters and furthers in Web3. But meanwhile, right, we are only a small group of people, maybe a few million people, right? So we should be staying together, right? Build together to tell the whole world that kind of like say NFT and say blockchain or crypto that, hey, we're actually building something meaningful, right? But Amen. somehow people always feel like, hey, NFT is kind of like zero-sum game, right? You're trying to extract liquidity from the market. You're trying to extract value from the community, right? I mean, either you kind of like underestimate the power of blockchain, yeah, or you basically don't understand the market as well. Yeah, uh, so I think those are the things that we have to understand as a founder, right? Otherwise, you will feel very discouraged because you will definitely see more blames, more flood, right? Than praises, right? Because yes. hey, doing well is your job, yeah. Right. <laughs> if, yeah, if you are it's doing expected. it, yeah, it's expected, right? If you are doing something wrong, of course, people will, will blame you, will, will, will scold you, right? So I think um, being a, a, a good founder, you need to know what you're doing, right? You have to have enough confidence in what you're doing. Yeah, that would be my my experience. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's interesting that you, that you point out you have to both simultaneously be empathetic and listening and communicative whilst also uh, moving forward with your plan um, and ignoring, you know, uh, the, the opinions that are either misinformed or, uh, or don't have the full picture or have other goals. And I agree. That's very, it's very hard. It feels like you have to be two different people um, at the same time. Uh, so I think that's an interesting uh, point of view. And the other thing is I 100% agree. And, and this is what Daily Dose is all about. It's about um, encouraging each other, educating each other, lifting each other up. Because uh, we just we need to support each other right now versus tear each other down. Um, so I, pre- I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, Clemente, I see your hand. Yeah. I, well, first off, Ray, I really like that that point that you brought up of like finding that balance between like not being community centric to the point to where like so community centric to the point to where you're just doing everything for them. And it's like super almost like short term. I remember Steve Jobs talked about this where he was talking about like designing the iPhone and like doing customer research. And one of the things he said was like, if you asked all these customers, all these people what they would have wanted, they don't know until you bring it to them and they can feel it, they can see what it's like. And that is really important, I think, to have in mind when it comes to innovation is a lot of the times people are thinking short-minded. They don't know necessarily what's going to come. They don't know the bigger picture. So it's really important to bring their feedback and consideration and be mindful of it, but also think of the bigger picture that you have in mind. Um, With that, Ray, when you look at – I'm very curious because Ryan and I were actually talking about this this morning of like being – a founder of an NFT project is extremely difficult because you're not only trying to manage a very young and small and starting business, but you're also like a public CEO, right? Where you have like this stock price you need to deal with. So I'm very curious what kind of differences or, or maybe some of the things that you've, you've learned from running 9gag for as long as you did versus starting this this project and some of the difference that you've seen as far as your day-to-day from from a CEO in, in that Web2 company versus this Web3 company? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, referring to your point, right? Uh, I'm no Steve Jobs, but one thing that about community or about users, uh, uh, I always tell our team that, hey, users are really good at pointing out the problem, right? But they suck at pointing out the solution. Yeah, that's why... <laughs> That's why when we read the complaint emails, right? When we read the the so-called uh, opinions, right? I mean, 
look at what problems that they are pointing at, right? Those problems are probably the real problems, right? But ignore the solutions, right? Because they're not portal builders, right? That's why they don't know what you should do. Yeah, but by looking at the problems, right, we should, as a professional, right, uh, figure out the, the good solutions for them and explain why we make that decision. Yeah, I, I would say that this is a better approach. Yeah, it's kind of like a, how we leverage data, right? I mean, a lot of companies, they talk about, hey, they're data, they're data-driven and stuff, right? I always believe that this is a wrong approach. I think it should be data-informed. I think for community uh, projects, for example, like NFT, it's the same. It should be community-informed instead of community-driven. Yeah, I would say that unless unless you are building a DAO, right, then it is community driven, right. But otherwise, uh, as a company uh, uh, that have a direction, have a mission, right, then it should be community informed, yeah, instead of community driven. Yeah, but back to it. your question, how do you, how do I see about building Web two and Web three, right? I mean, in general, being a founder should be hard, right, because you're doing something solving a problem, right, uh, that most people don't do. Because the easiest part is, hey, you find a job, right, uh, uh, join a big company or a small company and then following orders, right? I think that would be the easy path. Meanwhile, when you are trying to pick the, become the minority, right, and become a founder, it should be hard, right? Because being the minority in all kinds of societies or industry, right, it is always uh, the, the, the harder path uh, that, 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 that is... Uh, that's true uh, for whatever uh, topics that we are talking about, right? I think number one. Number two is uh, being a founder, right? Especially in Web3, especially in N NFT, because you're asking people to give their money to you, right? And and if you try to, uh, for example, uh, in Hong Kong, yeah, there are some charity uh, events uh, that you can sell a small charity flag on the street, right? Even if you ask people to give you $1, it's super, super hard, right? If you are in, uh, if you work in, uh, be, become a waiter in the past, right? Uh, even if you ask the customers to give you more tips, it's super hard, right? And right now in NFT, we're talking about hundreds and thousands of dollars, right? Of course, it is hard, right? If it's easy, right? Everyone would be launching NFT and everyone would become millionaires, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so, so I feel like, um, people have a lot of wrong expectation just because, hey, we were in the bull market. That's why it feels so easy to mean out. Oh, it feels so easy to get a, a thousand E for something like that, right? So I think uh, it's not because uh, uh, being a, a Web3 founder is especially hard. It's being a founder is always hard, right? right. But the biggest difference in Web2 and Web3, I would say that is um, in Web2, yeah, um, because you are building, I would say in private, right? So somehow, most of the time, uh, the community, even if they send you feedback, right, you don't really have to respond to them right away. Yeah, but for NFT, because you take the money first, right? So there is a responsibility for you to answer to, to everyone's questions, right? And I think somehow that uh, creates um, a change in dynamics, becomes a community as well as the team. Yeah, that's why uh, that makes the whole uh, speed in um, in development, right? In, 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 in product management, much, much faster, right? And because uh, in, in NFT, especially the NFT DGENs are very, I would say, uh, short, have a very short attention span. So you also want to kind of like grab their attention very quickly, right? And that also makes the whole communication as well as marketing, as well as port building, right? Uh, much more challenging. Yeah, so I would say that Web2, uh, the challenge is more on, hey, how to get users, right? And then how to get funding or how to uh, uh, figure out a business model, right? For NFT or for Web3, business model is kind of like baked in 
but somehow you have to uh, increase your speed and increase mm-hmm. your communication, right? You can't just hide behind your computer and tell people oh. that, hey, just believe in me, right? Because, <laughs> hey, I believed in you already, right? And I gave you money <laughs> right. already. So you so should now, be go. launching something. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my take. Yeah. I appreciate that, right? Yeah, thank you. Um, boy, there's a lot of a lot of pressure, a lot of focus on on founders uh, in, in public now, and um, I, I personally feel like you're navigating it quite well and communicating a lot, but also being you know opinionated and direct. Um, we'll we'll transition to some uh, some some questions from folks on the stage, um, uh, and as as long as Ray, you want to stick around, we'd love to have you here. Um, before we kind of transition those questions. Uh, uh, why don't you, do you want to uh, remind folks uh, a little bit about what's going on with uh, potatoes and captains? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what to remind about. Yeah, um, <laughs> basically. Uh, uh, check it out, everybody. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, check it out. Just check it out. I mean, I go to it. our website, meme.com, right? I think we lease out the minimal viable information yeah, on the website, so that if you don't read, just like 99% of the people in NFT, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, you can still uh, have a good grasp of what we are trying to build. Yeah, I think what makes uh, Mimland different uh, from other projects is, uh, on one hand, we come from a background of building company, right? Uh, 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 especially a very community-heavy uh, company, right? Number two is, um, to us, we see NFT as a good gateway to introduce a new kind of element uh, in building companies together with the community, right? But ultimately, we don't believe that, hey, minting NFT, doing airdrops is a way to kind of like build a business, right? But somehow we believe that this is a good and interesting uh, way to uh, build business. And mm. uh, that's why we try to um, leverage a new technology, but also uh, combine with our experience, right? And try to build something interesting. Uh, for Web3 as well as for Web2 or basically for the world, right? I think um, that makes what uh, that makes a meme a little bit different from most of the projects out there. Yeah, because we don't see NFT as the angle. Uh, it is only a meme to open a much, much uh, greater world uh, that we try to build. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I think um, the, some, some, of the, some of the things you shared is with your potential vision with me on, on the Zoom call are exciting. And I think, you know, I, I'm bullish on uh, like you said, uh, actually empowering creators and, and your ideas around that. So thanks, thanks for stopping by. Um, fun to have you here. I mean, everyone is very excited about uh, captains and 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 where y'all where you're taking meme land in general. So uh, appreciate you stopping by. Um, let's go. Uh, we're eventually going to transition to our discussion topic of the day, but let's go to a couple hands uh, from the speakers. But just so you can all be thinking about the discussion topic. Uh, we're going to talk about what is the best way for a project to build and maintain a community over time, especially when the price does not go up. So be thinking about that. That'll be our discussion uh, for the day. Uh, but let's go to hands. Uh, Gene Parmesan, good to see you. Hey, good to see you too. So uh, Ray, I have a similar situation where you know I'm a TV writer, so people expect me to be funny all the time, and I'm not. I'm not always that funny. I think you're pretty um, funny most of the time. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in Miami, by the way, on Thursday. So we have to, we have to connect. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you. Know, you said something about you know the attention span. I agree. Like I think one of the things that's really tough about the NFT community is that like people's attention spans are so short. Like what goes up kind of must come down. You've seen, you know, I mean, the worst one was probably like 
Goblin Town went up so high and it looked like it was going to be the next blue chip and then, you know, people kind of phase the next thing. But I've been so impressed by potatoes because you all have been able to really maintain, you know, floor prices and everything, but you all have really been able to re- maintain attention, maintain floor price, you know, in all these conditions, whereas you've seen so many things be hot. For, it's almost like rap music where someone's hot for one summer, they're hot for one, you know, one cycle and then they, they, their next album flops, whereas you guys have been able to have this consistent sort of, you know, I think, you know, even before Ryan invested, I was really into, into potatoes. I owned a potato for a while around when the floor, I think it was like 1.6. So I, I really like, how have you been able to do that? Like what, what has, what has set you apart to be able to do that? If I share the secret sauce, right, then everyone can do it. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> the, I, I mean, wait, wait, that, that, <laughs> come on, you got to share. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, just kidding. Right. Yeah. But, I think the, I I mean there are a few ways that when we think about uh, uh, building our own collections, right? Number one is you have to think from the holder standpoint. Uh, you always have to have some something ahead so that they they still have hope, right? Because um, uh, I I think um in NFT a lot of the 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 price movements right are based on speculation, yeah. And the thing is. Uh, how can you manage the expectation? I think this is very important, right? That's why I think in, 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 in on our website, right, we mentioned that, hey, we, we have to underpromise, right, and also overdeliver, right? So on one hand, we try to tell people that we are what we are building, right? But on the other hand, we also have to kind of like have one extra thing or maybe think one step ahead, right? So that, hey, when they feel like, hey, you kind of like finish all the tricks in your pocket, right? And then you tell them, hey, you still have some more new tricks, right? I mean, this is the way that how you can kind of like um, uh, maintain a relationship. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, building community is building relationship with all the holders, right? With all the members, right? So somehow you have to tell them, hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. That means a presence is very important, right? That's why this is something that I actually really admire. Uh, for example, like Moonbergs, right? Like Kevin Rosa, he always have town halls and stuff. And that's why when we launched Mimet, we, we kind of like copy their playbook in, hey, we also have town hall. So that, hey, whether it's like a rainy day, whether it's a sunny day, right? People still know that you are there, right? And that's how to keep up the community, even when the price uh, may not be doing so well, maybe due to macro uh, reasons, right? Yeah, so I think... um. On one hand, uh, manage the expectation, right? On the other hand, uh, 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 communicate well. I think those are the things that uh, we try to do. Yeah, but of course, uh, as a team, as a project, right? You can't really control the price. Yeah, so I also always tell our holders that, hey, as a team, we do our best, right? But the price is not controlled by us. Yeah, if it is, right? Then this is, uh, this is some, this is, this should be something wrong, right? Instead of something right. Yeah, so, so we just tell them, hey, uh, if you believe in us, just keep holding, right? Yeah. We try to. We also try to build up mechanism to encourage people to hold, uh, because most of the time for NFT people, uh, it's it's more about whether they make the decision, right? If they make the decision that hey, I want to hold, then they will just hold. Yeah. So you also have to build in some I was reward system to encourage them to do so. Yeah. It's kind of like teaching a kid. Yeah, you have to kind of tell them, hey, why you have to keep learning, right? But also you have to create uh, some tools to help them to 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 walk faster or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Is Are you thinking about these things because of your cute little new baby? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, look, looking, looking at my kid, right? I feel like, hey, my baby is more mature than most of the people in NFT, right? <laughs> because he, he has a very clear need 
you know, himself in NFT is, hey, I also want the price to go up, but also want to buy the price to go down so that I can buy more, right? But then when the <laughs> price is going down, I'm afraid so that I don't buy, right? And then I keep funding, right? So, so I mean, baby is indeed more mature than most people in NFT because the need <laughs> is so clear, right? I, I mean, mean, that's going to be this the, is like, that's gonna be the yeah. quote that comes out of the show. All right. Yeah, this is like 50% joke, but 50% truth as well, yeah. I know it, it's um, but, yes, there, there is some truth there. Um, I appreciate the honest answer. And Gene, thanks for the, for the question. Um, getting some more comments. I want to call out some of y'all who are commenting, smashing that purple comment button. Appreciate you. Uh, we asked a, a original question, uh, which you all are still responding to, which is what, what do you want to learn in the web three space? Uh, big zip energy said, I want to gain more knowledge in the marketing area as well as the dev area. Uh, so very front and back end, opposite side of the spectrum. Um, they love that. Uh, Bruce Hoffman said, looking to learn metaverse tech architecture. Um, so I really appreciate you all popping in the comments and uh, sharing what you want to learn. Um, all right, let's go to another uh, question. I believe it was Dennis next. Hello, Dennis. GM, my JPEG friends. How are you GM. doing, Ryan? Good. I'll be your JPEG friend today. Let's go. And my dancing buddy pretty soon. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, watch out. Yeah. Not, I don't think it's going to be pretty, just so you understand that. Uh, it may be funny, but... Maybe we could just take the first half of your body, and then the second half, we'll put someone else's. We'll, we'll do something fun. I like it. Yeah, that would be entertaining. But um, not in real life, though. Like, you're not going to chop me in half, I hope. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, right. Th thank you so much for being here with us today. I wanted to take advantage and ask you, and we talked about this just a little bit, but... My question is around um, public roadmaps, and I was just wanting to know, like, what were, what was your, um, your thoughts on public roadmaps, and maybe like thinking about the balance for your product team, but also like there's this Web three expectation that we have of keeping people informed for the sake of like reducing human human anxiety that customers have. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on public roadmaps in general. I think uh, roadmap is dumb. Yeah, I mean that would be my short <laughs> short answer, right? I mean, I mean, I, 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 I think best. Ryan knows it well as well. Yes, as a as a company builder, right, for for more than a decade, right, you understand that you have to have a mission, you have to have a direction, right? But basically, roadmap is kind of like bullshit, right? Because the thing is, you can't predict the market. But the thing is, uh, the things that you do is at least fifty percent affected by the market. Yeah, that's why when you think about the, the description or even the term roadmap, right? It feels so wrong. Yeah, because you don't even know the role, right? You don't even see the role. What's the point of the roadmap, right? But I, I feel like um this is also one of the reasons why I'm bullish in Web3. Because when most people, at least in the early days, right, they still talk a lot about roadmap, then you know that how in how early the space is. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like um in uni in universities, right? If you study business and stuff, right? There are always some business competition. Uh, you have to write a business plan and stuff. The roadmap is kind of like that kind of business plan, right? But if you have run an actual company, you know that business plan doesn't really work, right? And just like Mike Tyson 100%. said, right? Yeah, you everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? So, <laughs> so I I feel like this is exactly like that. Yeah. So I think yes. somehow. Somehow you need to kind of like have a direction to tell people that what you're building, right? But on the other hand, you also have to leave uh, enough flexibility, right, to yourself, right, to your team to adapt to the market, right? Otherwise, uh, hey, because I mean, roadmap is a kind of like um, 
uh, 100% loss gain. On one hand, if you follow the roadmap and then if you build it out, that means there is no extra stuff, right? There's that, that means there's no surprise, right? No present surprise, right? So you're kind of like losing your, your, your excitement, right? But on the other hand, no. if you mention the roadmap, but you didn't follow it, then what's the point of mentioning it, right? Then people will say that, hey, you didn't mention that before, right? So you're lying, right? And then you're a piece of shit, right? So, so somehow <laughs> you are like in a total loss. You have a very, very detailed roadmap. But somehow you can kind of like tease that, hey, this is your destination, right? This is what you want to build, but you have to keep yourself uh, flexible. That's why we pick uh, private uh, as a theme for, for meme land. Because I feel like, hey, sailing on the sea is actually very much like uh, building a company, right? Even Steve Jobs mentioned that, hey, why join the Navy if you can be a private, right? Because the thing is, sailing on the sea, you know where your destination is. Right, but you kind of still have to navigate on the sea, maybe because of the storm, maybe because of the rock and stuff, right? So I feel like uh, this is the best analogy. Is uh, you are actually sailing, you are not like walking on the ground, something like that. Right. Yeah, I love it. Gosh, all right, y'all. If we don't see some daily dose memes come out of this uh, session with Ray, uh, I'm going to be very sad. I feel like there needs to be one of Mike Tyson uh, talking about roadmaps. That would be ideal. Um, so, um, Ray, I really appreciate how direct you are. This is one of the things I was saying. I, I, I love how you're both communicative, but also direct. Um, so, uh, excited to see where this all goes. Um, so a couple, uh, fun comments that are coming out. Uh, first of all, I asked you all, you know, has anybody been to the top of the Statue of Liberty and Tommy B63.eth has, uh, they say GM dosers haven't been to the top of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, he hasn't. Sorry. Uh, however, I am going to my first holiday with my six-month-old son to New York in two weeks' time. We're going to go to the uh, on the ferry to the statue and Ellis Island, but not climbing Lady Lady Liberty. Uh, that sounds like a fun trip with your with your kiddo. I love it. Um, also, getting some more interesting replies to the question of what do you want to learn in Web three. Uh, Mikhail said, "I want to get into Solidity and contract development. Love that." Uh, 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 Gosh, how do I say Cyrus, P-S-Y-R-I-I-I-S, said, I want to learn how to get sponsorships from some amazing companies in IRL hybrid virtual events I am planning in Decentraland. Uh, I founded Seed, a virtual gallery event space. So trying to figure out how do I get sponsorships for you know IRL hybrid virtual events? That's a, an interesting um, uh, topic to tackle. Another is uh, from Sadiq, who's on our stage, and we'll get to Sadiq. Hello. Hopefully your knee is feeling better. Uh, they, uh, he said, teams and community management. I have some background doing Web2 hospitality and events, and I feel it's already a good base. But in order to succeed in Web3, you can't ignore the intricacies and its differences. Um, so I appreciate you all responding to those questions about what you want to learn in Web3. Um, after, after the break, we're going to uh, uh, talk about... Um, our discussion topic, uh, which is going to be, what is the best way for a project to build and maintain a community over time? Um, so uh, let's, we've got uh, a, a couple more hands. Um, Moshi, nice to see you. Can you ask a super fast question for me? And then, uh, and then we'll go back. Yeah, GM Ryan, GM Ray. GM. Uh, GM, I wanted to ask a question, Ray. So you you spoke about how in the NFT projects we 
put money in first and that therefore you're more accountable before you actually build something. But why does it have to be that way? Why can't we flip the script and build out a product, build out a legitimate uh, setup before you go ahead and collect that money like you would with a regular business and just utilize NFTs as the technology rather than a fundraiser? Perfect question, Moshi. But before, Ray, you answer, I've got to give the second POAP clue to y'all. So get ready. Uh, The question is, how long is an American football field in yards, including the end zones? So once again, how long is an American football field in yards, including the end zones? It's a number is the answer. So remember, uh, you're going to take those two answers, put them together. They're all digits. Um, I will, I will, uh, it's, there's six digits total y'all. So, uh, hit that secret word. And um, Ryan, just to jump in real quick. Um, some people were asking how the, for the first question, the pedestal is included. Uh, so there's a difference in, in heights if you include the pedestal or not. Um, so it, it does include the pedestal. Thank you, Clemente. People are going to like you no- more now. <laughs> so, um, everybody get minting, uh, the, the mint window closes, uh, at 18 after, so get hustling. Uh, there's plenty of supply. Don't worry, it won't mint out. Um, just get your answers in uh, before the mint window closes. And, uh, uh, you know, but you never know with POAP. Maybe we're going to have a problem today. So let me know if you have problems. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you won't. So um, let's get back to answering Moshi's question, Ray, which is essentially, well, why not, you know, why not launch the whole roadmap before the project ever mints and therefore people know you know, what it is they're buying into. What you have a, a thought on that? This is indeed a great question. Probably one of the greatest questions that I've heard in a space. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, I'm not sure whether you want my official answer or my honest answer, right? I give you both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Combine the them. O- yeah. The official answer is um, because for NFT, uh, one of the good elements is uh, you actually are building with the community, right? And then that's why if you can get uh, for example, like 10,000 stakeholders, right? That means you get 10,000 ambassadors, right? That are working with you. So somehow, minting first is a good way to help build your product. Yeah. And also, if you can get like 10,000 people as your beta user or, or uh, other users, right? Uh, for your product. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Because most of the founders, right? In traditional business, basically, they are, they, they, they are building products that no one use. Yeah. But in NFT, if you can pitch enough people, and then they're willing to uh, bet their, their ETH with you, somehow you get a good user base to kickstart with, right? For example, in YC, right, there's a, a great advocate. It's like, hey, try to build something, uh, try to make something people love, right? And then uh, try to make something that 100 people love, right? For NFT, if you can actually get people to mint, right, you basically get hundreds and thousands of people who love your product enough to give you money. Right? So I think that is very powerful. And that also helps uh, a lot of company, a lot of new ideas, right? Uh, that validate, uh, that kind of like gather funds uh, before they, they actually build their product. And then they can shape the product more accurately. Yeah, that would be my official answer. Yeah, my honest answer is, uh, hey, as a founder, uh, you're building company, right? And then uh, you want to kind of like share your risk and then get people to give you funding first. It, it shares your risk, right? Because, hey, if before the NFT mint, basically, you have to use your personal money, right? Or your mother's money, right? Or your friend's money, yeah. But somehow with NFT, you can't like share the risk because uh, you get 
good enough fund uh, to to kickstart the the projects, right? I think the biggest issue is not because people get the fund first. Yeah, the biggest issue is well, how come most of the projects when they get the fund they didn't do shit, right? That would be the the biggest issue. It's kind of like Kickstarter, right? Crowdfunding is a is a great model, right? But the the issue is how come most of the projects don't deliver, right? I think this is something that uh, uh that can't be solved in a short time. But over time, when people understanding uh, more about the mechanism, right, and then they kind of see, hey, which one is a rock, and then maybe uh, people would uh, have a better way to invest in uh, NFT as well as uh, other projects. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate the the uh, official and the honest answer. Um, and the the answer is messy, right? Um, uh, but I appreciate uh, the feedback on that. Um, we're actually going to transition to our discussion topic. Keep things rolling. Um, keep things fresh. Um, so I just posted a poll that I would love you all to answer. And the question is, what is the best indicator of a Web3 community's strength? Uh, Twitter, Discord, or other? And then uh, reply your answer. I'd love to, to get some feedback from you all. Um, and, and Ray, really appreciate you being here. Please stick around. Uh, I've got 10 more minutes to go uh, to get uh, deep on this discussion. Um, so the question, the larger question is, what is the best way for a project to build and maintain a community over time? especially, you know, if the price is going down at the moment. Um, so let's go to hands. Um, a gentle tornado. Good to see you. Do you have a, a thought on that? Woo! Yes. Yes, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck, man. I was so fired up. Ray is just an absolute gem. Ray, I know that your fucking kid is about to be a fucking gangster, dude. You're an absolute gem, man. Um, yeah, I think that, <laughs> sorry, I was fired up. I've just been fired up today. I love it. Bring it. It's a high energy. Um, yeah, I think right now Twitter is important, but I think like, uh, both, like I think discord and Twitter is very important to have a community. And then like that kind of translate translates into IRL, um, community meetups or IRL events. I think that builds a community to be super strong. You know, I think early days discord was the thing I think how to build a community, um, to be honest is like just customer service. And like, even when price goes up and down, like being there for your customer, you know, your holder and providing that level of service, because like everything's not going to always go good, but if you're there for people and you can provide customer service in a world, honestly, where we're like customer service is so shitty that like, you're going to win 100% of the time, especially in this that. space where people are super needy. Yeah. Gosh, customer service. It, it is interesting. And I remember actually, um, one of the uh, earlier hires we made at proof was a head of customer service, you know, and realized, Hey, we need to like serve everybody across all of these platforms, discord and Twitter and, uh, you know, IRL and um, really trying to connect the dots on that. So I love your take, General Tornado. I also love how we, we go from like a PG space to kind of a, a fun PG-13 space whenever you hop on stage. <laughs> so I love it. I appreciate your energy and your positivity, man. I just say over and over again, like, let's just support each other, y'all. Uh, let's, this is really hard. So let's be kind. Um, so I appreciate you being here. Um, so again, the topic we're discussing is what's the best way for a project to build and maintain a community over time, uh, especially if the price is not going up. Um, interestingly, uh, the, so far the results on the poll, which was, you know, how do you measure a, a community's strength? 60% of you said Twitter, uh, versus discord, uh, which is interesting. 233 votes on that. Uh, let's go to Sadiq. Hello. How is your knee feeling? Hey, GM, 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 Ryan, Ray. GM. Clemente and everybody else on stage and everybody else as well. My name is doing good. Thank you very much for asking. Still not feeling a lot of pain from the surgery, but I guess it's just because like 
the real deal med still flowing in my body. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Good luck. I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm, but hopefully things will do well. And regarding your question, best way for a project to build and not, and not lose uh, uh, momentum during the time, uh, during overtime. I think that actually we have a few good examples already in the, in the space. Uh, but in general terms, I'd say that the first thing to do is to build a community first. But build a community by creating the desire for people to be a part of that community. And you do that by delivering good value, good communication. Hey, Zidika, I think, your mic's, get, I think uh, your mic's getting covered. Sir, can you hear me better now? Oh, there we go. That's great. Okay, sorry. So as I was saying, first step, uh, like we already have uh, good examples uh, ongoing right now in the space, uh, is to build a community first. And build a community by creating the desire for people to be a part of that community uh, by delivering good value and good communication and a solid foundation for people to feel part. Uh-oh, I think we lost you. Just calling. Or is it me? Yeah, sorry. Oh, um, someone is, delivering was your, good value it was your mom? and you delivering should, good communication you uh, like, uh, like um, I will like Ray just said as well, uh, and a solid foundation for people to be want to be a part of that. Like, for example, one example is Daily Dose. Uh, you still haven't uh, uh, launched an NFT, but the way that you built the space and the way that you built all the Daily Dose community and the people wanting to be here, wanting to share good news, good vibes, and uh, wanting to talk and to hear good people, I think this is already... Uh, when you launch an NFT, it will be just another step on the process. So the community and the project is already built. It's not around the NFT, but it's around the added value of the whole, right? Um, and yeah. we have. I appreciate you know, that. Thank you. It's 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 it is what it is. And uh, like I told you actually last night, I think that you're doing this quite well, and other projects are doing it as well. Ray with Memeland is also my opinion that they're doing it well as well. They have the good base of the, of the community that they already had from 9GAC that helped a lot in the start. Uh, I'm 41 and I've been using 9GAC since its inception to make me happy nice. when I needed it and to me, provide me with good laughs. And it's a lot yeah. like Ray said as well. It's not it's not about the memes. It's about the funny content itself and uh, being able to share that funny content with people and tell people this is where I got it from and onboard more people from then. So yeah. you build a community. So it's community. Yeah, building building a community beforehand. beforehand. Yes. And then yeah. the, the Thanks, community Sadiq. itself become ambassadors for the project, right? I, I'm actually... Sometimes I'm like uh, in my DMs, my group DMs, people are like, hey, I saw you in Ryan's space. And I'm like, yeah, I'm there now. Come join. Because we feel it. that th this does provide value. After delivering the product, the part of the utility is already built, right? Because it's I been already it. done. And so yeah. the NFT Thank is you. just another step on the process. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, thanks, Sadiq. I, it's interesting because you're pointing out that um, you know, all of us want to uh, walk into a, a building and and have this warm feeling that there's people there that like us, that it's safe, that uh, it's friendly, um, that uh, people will help you if you need help, uh, that people will be 
honest with you when they need to be like, they'll be supportive. I, like, this is what community is like, this is what we all crave, you know? And I think building that community, like you said, before the project even exists, uh, to me seems like a logical idea, like make a place that people want to be like period. Um, and then layer value on top of that. Right. But, but, uh, versus the foundation being, uh, you know, I want something, the price is going to go up, you know, make something where people feel loved and supported and, 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 uh, educated together. So yeah, that's what, that's what we're working hard to do here. And and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you all being a part of this. Um, so some great comments come through. I just want to read them really quick. Um, Dripto Knight uh, is talking about, you know, Twitter versus discord uh, being the measure of, of uh, community strength. They said both play a critical part, but they are not, uh, but they are not necessary. It's all about how your community interacts with one another to show a strong foundation um, and I think, uh, another good, uh, comment from Kenny powers, uh, uh, sides on Twitter. So they said, definitely Twitter. I feel like discord is the place for essential behind the scenes info for the project, but Twitter is where you preach the project's gospel. It's where you get the most exposure. Uh, projects can definitely survive without discord, i.e. goblin town. So, uh, really good comments y'all. Um, we're going to run out of time. Let's go to a couple quick comments from folks. Uh, punter. Good to see you. Welcome. Hey, GM Daily Dosers, Ryan, thanks for squeezing me in at the end. Clemente, everybody up on stage. Uh, first co quick comment to Ray. Uh, so many things that you said were not only funny, so don't underrate yourself, but also really just resonated with me. One of them about, you know, roadmaps being BS. I totally agree with that. And I also agree with you about the power of memes. Um, so, so thanks for giving us some of your valuable time today. Really appreciate that. Um, Ryan, to answer the question, I would say we've sort of moved away from the Discord meta. And I think like ongoing events that communities can do together are important, like weekly spaces or a poker, weekly poker, things like that. I, I agree with Tornado. The IRL events are super huge. And, you know, going to meetups like Web3 Expo, like we did in Vegas or going down to Art Basel. So just continuing to, you know, grow the community outside of these online channels, I think is super, super important. Amen. Yeah, here you go. Thanks for stopping by. Um, and I'm still sad you're not going to be in Miami, but we can hang out another time. Um, let's go quickly uh, to Aventurina. How you doing? Nice to see you. I hope you're having a blast down in, in Miami. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. What's going on? Hey, everybody. Um, yeah. And sorry up front if you start hearing like some drilling and all that. I am uh, here at Basil down at uh, the Gateway. But, you know, I'm like so excited about this topic that you guys have been talking about. I think, uh, you know, most people know at this point that like within the last week I took over as the community lead for admit one, which is, you know, a huge, huge project. So cool. And, you know, we're trying to build out this luxury brand. And so, you know, I, I, I really am loving a lot of the comments today, especially about the, uh, IRL. I mean, you know, Twitter and Discord, you know, is really important in getting like those connections in online. But I think really getting those network effects out, out in real life, um, you know, is really um, important to push things forward. I mean, uh, we're integrating, you know, IYK technology. And I know, Ryan, uh, you took a lot of, um, you know, inspiration from G Money, you know, yeah, really out the co -apps, idea came you from know, in real life, in real <laughs> life. And so, you know, I could tell you that today, you know, we're doing this collaboration with Snowfro, you know, for this launch and only people that are here IRL, you know, will be able to mint, you know, this shirt, uh, this generative art shirt. And, you know, it's going to be integrated with IYK Tech. 
you know, people are going to be able to walk around, network with each other, scan each oh, other's I'm shirts, excited where scan each other's POAPs. And I know you're putting together a little, you know, get together this week, kind of a POAP giveaway as well. So, you know, I really do think like IRL events and, you know, giving people a hug and a fist bump is super important. Oh, I, t- I totally agree. I mean, and the reason why I know you is because we met in Vegas, right? Like, you know, built out more trust and, and a connection and, um, you know, IRL connections are so important to all of us. You know, they also help us trust each other more, um, and, uh, and, and build real relationships long-term. Like my dream for you all to be a part of this community is that you, you start meeting each other in the comments, right? You start helping each other, you start supporting each other. And then I, ideally at some point you do meet each other physically and, um, you can start supporting each other and build real friendships long-term, you know, build businesses together, you know, help each other, support each other, encourage each other. So excited that, you know, uh, we'll begin to do that. And then hopefully we'll be able to do that more around the world. So, um, we're going to, Oh man, we're two minutes over. What happened? Oh no. Um, a couple, uh, quick reminders. Um, we have a a meetup if you are in Miami, uh, tomorrow. Um, so make sure to stop by 2 PM. That's at Collins park by the, the colorful rocks. Uh, so come on by. It's going to be great. Uh, Clemente is playing us some tunes to head out. Uh, don't forget that Onchain Monkey is going to be in the show tomorrow with a big announcement. And uh, also there's the poppin', uh, the post-poppin' show, uh, which I think Clemente just um, posted up there. So make sure to check that out. Thanks, everyone, for, for hanging out. Um, Ray, thanks for coming. Uh, Clemente, thanks for your help. Um, everybody on stage, appreciate you. Thank you, Mitify and Lucky Trader. And uh, we'll see you all tomorrow on the show, and we'll see a couple of you IRL tomorrow. 